Hi, this is Michael South with Michael Sinoff's HardToFindSonars.com and HMA Consulting. Here's a private conference call that we did with some of the new HMA consultants and Richard. And we cover a lot of different concerns and questions from some of the new and one or two of the existing HMA consultants. Enjoy. So I want to welcome everybody to this conference call with HMA consultants and Richardson and myself, Michael Sinoff. And Richard, I want to thank you for joining us. I really appreciate it. You bet. Thank you, Michael. I'd like to introduce Richard. And, Richard, I'd like you to uh, go over some of the exciting things that you've been doing with Macau. It sounds very exciting because you've got some very large players that possibly the HMA consultants are going to be able to leverage off this name recognition. And instead of me spilling the beans, why don't you tell me what you've been doing the last three or four months working with Macau, who they are, how the consultants and myself can benefit from this experience. You bet. Macau, M-A-K-A-U, is a training organization, and they are also the exclusive platform, I guess, management training platform provider for Dell Computer and IBM. Uh, Through a referral, approached me a month or two ago, said that they'd been looking for more the HMA system, and they were impressed enough and wanted to include the uh, marketing system on their e-learning management platform. So that was uh, an exciting endorsement uh, from Macau. So I've been spending the last two months or so now recording an e-learning course that will soon, I'm guessing, Michael, probably the next 60 to 90 days. We're now into editing and we're we're uh, starting kind of the, the hard work part of it. Uh, the recording's over, and we've just got to get it uh, to finished product. So also I'm not completely clear on how much I'll be able to uh, in promotion of it. I know that they've uh, indicated that I can't say anything like Dell and IBM endorsed the system, but the fact that it will be on their public websites and so The fact that we can promote is that the HMA system has been selected to be included in the Dell and IBM learning management system. Now, is this the only marketing system included in these systems? That's correct. So our system is the only marketing system included, and this was chosen to be uh, included by IBM and Dell. That's correct. What that means is IBM and Dell have realized, and and they're not making money on their hardware anymore. So uh, Dell, I think, started, but a while back they decided they had to start making money on uh, services. And so what they've put together through Macau is a platform management learning system that they sell for $20,000 to their clients, to small businesses, medium businesses, large businesses, And these businesses then can take uh, this management learning system and train all their employees. So a business might have 100 employees, and they might buy this course for $20,000 from Dell or IBM. And and then their employees can go in and on a menu select courses of training like Excel or Microsoft Word or IT uh, courses or HR, uh, human relation courses, anything that that the company might feel their employees need training on. Well, now they have a marketing course. 
that they can select and train their employees on, and that's the HMA system that will be on there. So very excited about that. Now, that's great. Now, I understand that you will be able to offer that system to our consultants once everything's wrapped up in 60 and 90 days, and if so, how will the HMA consultants benefit by having the access to that? Great, and, and I'm very excited to offer it to all of the HMA consultants because really what it does is, uh, you know, a few years ago, I realized that the fees I was charging could not be paid by a lot of small businesses, especially out in rural areas that I could never get to. So we developed the seven manuals, and now there's an eighth bonus manual coming out in the next month or so on Internet marketing. So now all that we've done is taken those same seven manuals and now an eighth and created an electronic video training course with them. So now they could train anyone long distance. And so we'll work out pricing. We don't have that worked out right now, but basically an HMA consultant will be able to come in and buy at wholesale the course and train anyone. And as many businesses as they want can go through this course that is now uh, used by Dell and IBM. So you now not only will have hard copy of manuals that you can resell because some of the HMA consultants will certainly do group training face-to-face, but now we have an electronic version of that same course with me videotaped for five hours of recording, taking, the, taking them through the course that they can use on their websites as affiliate sites and be able to sell it all around the world. So they'll be able to buy it for a certain dollar amount and then resell that. It's like a it's like a group training, but it's all Internet. It, That's right. Okay. All right, well, I'm looking forward to learning more about that. I'm sure the other HMA consultants are as well. Since you talk about group presentation, I've gotten a lot of questions about what Richard's been doing uh, in relation to group presentations. And I usually explain that you're doing a lot of work with the manufacturing associations. Can you bring the consultants up to date on what you've been doing in the last year with all these manufacturing associations and how group trainings and group presentations can really leverage your time and what opportunities it may offer the consultants because there's several who really want to go this route. Sure, you bet. It's the Manufacturing uh, Extension Partnership is essentially an alliance that I've developed over the last four years. And so every HMA consultant out there knows about alliances and knows that it's step number four in our marketing system. So what happened was is this is a consulting group that goes out and offers manufacturing consulting services to small, medium-sized manufacturers. They are a nonprofit group. They have a center in every state. And so I started working with them because they needed somebody or a resource that could offer their manufacturing clients marketing help. Manufacturers are really good in offering process help or quality help or lean manufacturing help, but they're not very good in offering their clients marketing help. 
So the uh, HMA system gets used to help these manufacturing associations service their clients better by offering a marketing consulting training service. For more interviews like this, please go to hardtofindseminars.com. Well, as we started working with this association, it became clear that they could get to a lot more clients than I could one-on-one, -on -one. and so we started working on a group training process where the association would sponsor a workshop, and the workshop is all included in your HMA materials. It's the same workshop that's given to any group or association on PowerPoint. And then those businesses would come to the workshop, and instead of following up for one-on-one -on -one consulting, the offer was made to have them join a group training course. And so, for example, we would do a workshop with the Manufacturing Association. We might have 15 to 20 manufacturing business owners attend the workshop. Well, they're scattered all over the rural areas. They're scattered far and wide for this group, and so it's too hard and it's too difficult, and I'm long distance sometimes, and so I can't go visit each one of those 15 or 20 that came to the workshop one-on-one. -on -one. So the Manufacturing Association and myself set up a group training where they will sign up for $500 a person, and so you want to have at least 10, 12 in people that are coming to the course because now you're at 5000 to $6,000 of revenue. I would go once a week for six weeks and take them through the course. You should, in your HMA materials, have an outline of what was covered every week. But usually one to two steps of the system would be covered every week using the manuals that they all got a copy of and they can order wholesale from us and hand out and the, the, the attendees use those manuals. So here's what happens is uh, I go and train for two hours and I do it for six weeks. So that's about 12, maybe 15 hours and even throw in another five hours for travel if you have to. You're charging 500 and you're getting 12. That's $6,000 for about 20 hours of work. And so uh, what is that? 6000 divided by 20 is $300 an hour. So it's a very good leveraged way of delivering the service, the system, to clients who can't afford to pay you three, four $4,000 a step but they can send employees through at $500 a person, and it leverages the HMA consultant's time so that he doesn't have to spend one-on-one -on -one time, but he's taking a group of 10 or 12 businesses through the system. This group training has been great. It's terrific, and I would encourage HMA consultants to set up as many alliances as they can with other small business manufacturing, or not manufacturing, but they can be any small business consulting group that can get them in front of small business owners. How do you like that uh, compared to working one-on-one -on -one with clients? They're both just different but good experiences. 
it's harder to control impacts and results through a group training. You're not uh, involved one-on-one. -on -one. But also the risk is so small at $500 a person for now. And that's not in stone. I mean, HMA consultants need to charge whatever they can charge to uh, get people out. So, you know, if you're offering six weeks of two hours, 12 hours, maybe 15 hours of consulting for 500 bucks, that's $30 an hour, $35 an hour, very reasonable for training fees. Supposedly the people don't have a lot of money and they're only paying 500, 500 for the uh, group training. Um, two things, is their uh, entry fee subsidized or financed by any of the government associations, number one, and have you ended up with uh, people who want to work with you one-on-one -on -one who did have the money? You bet. Yeah, both of those have happened. And it depends on the group or association that the HMA consultant might affiliate with. But when we move from consulting to training, we do open up training dollars that are provided sometimes by state and, and local city organizations, economic development organizations, training dollars. They would never pay you as a consultant to go consult with a client one-on-one, -on -one, but they will pay you as a trainer to go in and train employees because that's what the state wants, and that's what the local organizations. So you need to be aware going in that there might be organizations that would even subsidize some of that $500 for these businesses to go. And then, yes, out of each one of those, uh, it becomes very possible to, to get a client or two that would want to take you one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, it just depends where you're at physically, the location, and if it makes sense for you. I've had a couple consultants who are very interested in doing the group presentations, and they've seen the uh, seven-step workbooks, the group presentation workbooks, and they've inquired about private labeling the workbooks. Is that an option for the HMA consultants? We have uh, a reseller agreement that they can apply for and get from them to resell these manuals. And when they do that, then they can send in their uh, cover that they would like, their private label cover. We can print them uh, right here. We can private label it for them. We're looking at a wholesale cost for all eight uh, modules at about $99 wholesale, uh, and then they can turn around and retail it. So if you're charging $500, you're going to net $400. you are going to have $100 in cost of materials, but then you're going to uh, net $400 per, per client. So... Also, I've had several consultants interested in a uh, like a graduation certificate, and that's something new we're doing. So after any of the HMA consultants' 45-day trial period and after they've gone through the system and uh, they feel confident, they've watched all the DVDs and the group training material, they feel like they're sufficiently trained in the system, I will provide them a very professional-looking uh, certificate on real certificate paper, basically a graduation, kind of like a diploma, which will be customized with their name and the date and the certificate of completion, which they can use any way that they want. Um, here's an email from Gary Carter. I've known Gary Carter for a couple of years. He's a financial planner, at a, and uh, he just uh, 
sent me an email. I'd like to read it. This is a note to tell you that I've just finished reading every page, watching every DVD, and listening to all of the audios in the HMA course. I'm now beginning to listen to all of the audios on the HMA University and the other links you furnished with the HMA University course. I want to thank you. This is a wonderful course. I believe this will be of great use to me. I did see areas that can be improved. However, there is more than enough information to make anyone interested in this field a wonderful living. As always, you delivered more than I expected. I do have a great interest in doing the seminars. I think this is where I can make more money to begin with in the fastest. I'm looking forward to talking with you and Richard both on Monday. That's from Gary Carter out of North Carolina. I'm excited to see what Gary's going to be doing in the near future. Another new consultant, Dave Flannery out of Ireland, um, this guy is is really amazing. He's 35 years old. He just graduated with an MBA at the top of his class. He is action central. I mean, and I want to use Dave as an example of exactly what you need to do to really get your consulting business going. Sometimes it's hard to get going, but if you take action and uh, implement, which is the whole philosophy of the HMA system, is uh, execution for your client. But I want to read through. He's broken down each one of the steps in the system and how he's taken action in preparing and beginning his consulting practice. And maybe Richard, we can comment because he wanted any kind of feedback on what he's been doing on his ideas. So uh, I'm going to read to you uh, an email that he sent me, an outline of what he's done thus far, and maybe we can offer any comments on each one of those. Hi, Michael. What I'd like to do during our teleconference is go through with you, yourself, and Richard what I have done so far regarding the setup for my January 10th kickoff. Any suggestions, criticism, and advice would be appreciated. Step one, defining my USP. In consultation with Michael, I'm using two USPs for my consulting practice. One, the abbreviated version is grow your business 20% in 20 days guaranteed. The long version is grow your business 20% in 20 days and between 25 and 100% or more in 60 to 90 days with no extra cost in advertising guaranteed. My guarantee is after following my recommendations for 90 days, your business has not grown at least 25%. I will work with you for free until it does. And my closing convincer, Dave Flannery is Ireland's number one HMA business growth expert. And he has an extra closing convincer. After our time working together, I will ask you to name your biggest competitor company, and I promise I will not offer my service to that company for the six months after our agreement ends. Any comments on these, Richard? Well, I'm excited because what he's done, Michael, is he's personalized the system. The system uh, puts out the guarantees. It puts out there, grow your business 25 to 100% or more guaranteed. The guarantee somewhat also recommended is that, that he would at least cover the fees that he's paid, but in this case, he's even making it stronger, and that is he'll go ahead and guarantee 20% and then 25 to 100% or at least 25%. So my only comment is if he wants to get into the measurement problem, and, and that's the only problem that sometimes arises here is you'll get a client that you'll guarantee a figure to, like 25%, 
and and then it just gets into a measurement fiasco and they're always saying things like well we kind of did some of it you didn't do it all and how are we going to measure 25% so i would just advise them to move forward uh but maybe just remember those are some of the things that might come up uh as he's moving forward i've always guaranteed the fees that they've paid and that's much easier it seems to be a little easier for clients to to understand and accept, and then they don't get worried too much about measuring a whole lot. And, and the reason it all becomes a mood issue is the growth starts happening, and they see it, and it just kind of goes away. So, tell me how you would guarantee the fees. Well, if he charges three thousand dollars per step, and he closes them for four steps, then he'll guarantee that they increase at least twelve thousand dollars in new sales. And it could be more, but that's what he'll at least guarantee. And if they don't feel like they've gotten at least that, then he'll work for free until they are satisfied. So it's just a lower bar. But he's raising the bar, which is exciting and good. So as long as he feels confident that that he can measure it, that's the question. Then uh, I say go ahead, you know, do it. All right, step two, integrating my USP. Both versions of my USP, my guarantee, my closing convincer, and my extra closing convincer appear in the following. My business cards, my letterhead, my answering machine, the header and byline on my weekly newspaper column in the local radio slot, all my media releases, all copy in my direct mail rollout, my 30-second elevator speech, and any media profiles. And, and this is perfect because this is exactly the type of thing as far as integrating a USP that needs to be done for any client you work with. Would you agree? Oh, yeah. I, I just He's following the system. And that's the message I get to all the HMA uh, consultants out there from this is here's a guy, one of the consultants, who's simply saying, okay, well, if I'm going to turn around and charge clients to do this system, one of the first things they're going to look at, and they might even ask, and that I ought to be doing so that I can help them better, is do it in my own business. So he's doing it. He's integrating. He's doing step number two. And all of the HMA consultants should do that. They should personalize a USP that they feel good about. Basically, the HMA system already has one for them, and so that is good but they can take that and personalize it like Dave has. And then however they're doing their marketing, like he's got eight things he's doing here, he's integrating all of those into that, so he's just right on track. Can you distinguish a little bit? We have these seven steps of the system, and we meet with clients. And a lot of the consultants believe that all seven steps have to be done for that client. But each client is different, and they may have clients that have some of these steps already integrated. So can you talk about the flexibility of the system and what happens if you find a client who already has a pretty good USB or has that USB integrated into his marketing already? What would you advise a client to promote? propose if you see something like that? Uh, great question, and it happens a lot. One of the dangers of systemizing something is that uh, you begin thinking that's the way it has to be, and that's a big mistake that HMA consultants, we don't want you making with the client. The system is is a guide. It's a uh, It's a way to help execute. 
it's a way to help identify marketing assets and make certain that you're leveraging all of the assets a company might have. But you need to go in and upon doing the opportunity analysis, you might find out that a client's got step number one. Or they might be doing media really well already. Or they might be just doing a bang-up job on web marketing. Well, what you don't want to do is oversell and recommend steps that they don't need. That's a mistake. So you want to take the steps and customize them and manipulate them according to the needs of the client. I have had occasions where a client's really got a good USP already out there. So it moved on to step two, step three, before we, did, we didn't even do step one. It may be that they've already doing a lot of media, and so step number two, integration of the USP, would already get put into their ads, would already get put into their media during step number two, so you don't need step number five on media. Does that make sense? I think the question and that our answer is that be sensitive to, and sometimes what happens is consultants will shortcut the analysis process, and they won't go through all of the eight areas, and so they'll conclude the client needs all eight when they really just don't. They might only need two or three. So what if an HMA consultant is meeting with a client? And this type of client is someone who needs to see results fast. And because of the way the system is set up, developing a USP is not going to get too, too much uh, measurable results fast. Right. And because there's flexibility in the system, especially with the Fast Start program, what advice would you give a client if, would you give a consultant if they're meeting with a client who they can tell really wants to see results fast? and how they should use the flexibility of the system to give them what they want. There's two things there. One is, uh, the first thing is to find the biggest, fattest asset that the client's sitting on. So if they want fast results, then you as the consultant have to identify which asset could be leveraged the fastest and quickest for most immediate impact. So that's the first thing, is, is then forget about the steps. Zero in on what assets might be glaringly deficient right now. For example, if I were to identify the assets that I've seen give the fastest impact for a client, it's usually a a customer base that they haven't been mailing to. It's usually salespeople that are underperforming. It's usually no follow-up systems in place for prospects. It's usually reactivation of past clients that they haven't paid attention to. It's usually maybe just tweaking some media that they're already doing to generate leads that could generate more. So those are some of the fattest, biggest assets I found that could give immediate results for a client. Well, those don't need to then maybe be in a step at all. 
but I'll also maybe realize they still need a USP, and to get to this fattest asset, it's in step number four. So I'm going to combine a USP and number four and charge him one price for two steps, but he won't even know it. He'll think it's just one step. So what I'll do is I'll say, okay, it's going to be $6,000 to get things going real fast. And he says, okay, what are you going to do? We're going to get you a USP and we're going to uh, send out a mailing to all of your customers. So there's no even steps identified. So that's how flexible the system is. And uh, you can combine steps. You can combine parts of steps. You can either call them steps or not. Um, the client doesn't care. The client does not care how you're going to make it happen. So don't burden the client with the details if he doesn't need them. He's just saying to you, get me results fast. And now I've just described the way I'd go about doing that. Okay, I'm going to move on with Dave Flannery's outline. Database marketing, as a startup, he has no database. Uh, step number four, strategic alliances. Listen to what he's done, Richard. I've set up JVs with the following. Two website designers, four accountants, two solicitors. The terms of the joint venture is that they send a letter written by me on their letterhead to their database explaining my service. And for every one of their clients that become my client, I will pay them 10% of the fee for the first project, which is between 350 euros and 500 euros, depending on what I'm charging that client. I'm on the speakers list for the three Chamber of Commerces in my region. I am in talks to be added to the speakers list for the following organizations, the Small Firms Associations, Irish Small and Medium Enterprises. They are just waiting for my proof of certific certification before they add me. I have done the following in relation to media. Media releases to all local business magazines and papers and radio stations. I've negotiated my own weekly column in the highest circulating regional newspaper. As part of the deal, I have foregone payments for the column in exchange for the following. One, a two-week front page profile on myself before the start of the column. Two, all my press releases will be printed. Three, all client press releases that I submit will be printed. Four, four adverts per year free of charge to use for myself or clients. I have been given a 20-minute radio slot every week on my local station to speak on air to local small business owners. A profile in the regional business magazine. I have a commitment from the Irish Entrepreneur Magazine for a profile piece within the next four to six months. It's expected to bring him a little business? Uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's, just, he's just working the system, and he's going to be swamped. That's great. I, I applaud all of it. Um, and, you know, he says he has no database step. Well, he really does because what he's doing is he's tapping into the database of his alliance partners. And so he's going to work the database of his four accountants. He's going to work the database of his website designers. So uh, he's... And what would you tell a consultant? He's got a lot of action and a lot of things in the fire. He does talk about what he's going to do with the, with the overflow of business. How much time would you expect it to take 
a new consultant, maybe who's pretty versed in the system, working with clients. You know, I've asked you before in previous recordings, how much can a, a consultant handle? How much how much business should they book, book, and what can they expect working with five or ten different clients at one time? Is that doable? Consultants should be able to work with five to ten clients. Uh, the system is set up to where really maybe two to four hours per step per week per client, and then you've got travel time and servicing time. But uh, five to ten is not at all an unreasonable load for a client. Again, it just depends on the size of the commitment and the size of the marketing system they're putting into place. But but generally, uh, five to ten is a good number. Each HMA consultant direction will go will go differently for each of them, and some might want to hire people that could do some servicing of the client, and the consultants stay on the selling side. We've had competitors from time to time who have decided to become servicing organizations for the consultants' clients, and 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 that's an option. You could arrange. To help a client with their managing their database, you could help a client uh, with their media placement. You could help a client with PR releases. You could help a client by hosting a website. You know, an HMA consultant could, if they wanted to, become a servicing entity. There's also the opportunity to just be the salesman on the front end and turn over the servicing to other people. There's an option of hiring salespeople that just go out and do opportunity analysis and then turn the client over to you, the consultant. All of those are different ways to deliver the system. You can get more into group training. And so each consultant can go the way they'd like to go, but to answer the question, what can one guy do on their own, five to ten clients is about where they want to be. Community marketing and PR. For community marketing, I'm waiting until I achieve some marketing penetration and name recognition before I embark on this strategy. I have sent out PR releases to all major regional media outlets. And seven, direct mail. I've bought the names of a 1,000 small business owners, details in my region, and will be rolling out a direct marketing and telephone follow-up campaign. I'm considering hiring a teleprospecting company for a month-long lead-gathering campaign. So far over Christmas and New Year's session, I've set up 24 opportunity analysis meetings starting on January 10th. As I can only deal with so many clients at one time, I will be setting up a waiting list system whereby prospects who want to go ahead with a project or projects after having gone through the opportunity analysis go on a waiting list and pay the fee for the first project. When they are placed on the list to stay on a waiting list, the fee will be between 3,500 euros and 5,000 euros, depending on what I'm charging that client per project. If that client wants to leave the waiting list, they must pay 500 euros, as I may not have time be able to fill that time space again. Like I said before, now that you have read the above, any suggestions, criticisms, and advice would be appreciated. What's your take on the waiting list here? Give me a brief uh, analysis of what this opportunity analysis is for and how important it is and why why you believe it's such a critical step in the whole HMA process. 
the waiting list, uh, I, I just say, uh, gosh, you know, test it. Find out. It might work great. And particularly what he's doing is letting the supply and demand take its course. And the, those that are going to demand it, his price will go up. Uh, and, and basically that is it. it when an H creating demand, and when you do that, your price goes up. So when HMA consultants are wondering why they're getting low fees, it's because they're not creating enough demand. They're not working the system like Dave is. Dave is going to create so much demand that his price and fees will continue to go up. And and that's the neat thing, and, and the waiting list can work. And so I just say test on that. The opportunity analysis, oh, man, uh, Michael, I can't uh, emphasize enough to the HMA consultants how important this is. It's really the differentiation between uh, HMA and all other competing consultants is most other consultants have product that they're trying to push or deliver, whether that's Internet uh, consulting or media or trade show or copywriting or direct marketing. They all have their little area of specialty that they're promoting. The opportunity analysis is a way for the client to, and the HMA consultant to communicate his differentiation. He's going to go in and not offer any product solution. He's going to go in and find ways to solve the problem from inside the company first by leveraging assets. And if you don't go through the opportunity analysis, you have a big danger of missing assets. And when you miss assets, you miss possible solutions for the client. So that's why his 24 opportunity analysis is, are so great because he's going to have 24 to 30 hours of consultation there that's going to uncover how much opportunity he has with the client and that's going to directly affect his fees. So it's very important. Also, at the same time, I stress to consultants that that opportunity analysis is very important because it's as much for the consultant as it is for the client. And it's for the consultant to determine, is this client someone that they want to take on? Now, many of the consultants are eager to get that first client to make their investment back on the HMA system. What advice would you give a client as they're doing that opportunity analysis to identify uh, signs that this is a good client and maybe some signs that would determine that this is not a good client and talk about um, challenges that you may have if you take on a client that isn't the right fit. To me, there's a big relationship between the degree of a qualified client and the amount of assets they've got. So the opportunity analysis is, is a big qualifier tool because I find out how much asset there is sitting in the company available to me as a consultant to optimize and leverage through the steps. And so um, the more assets I can uncover, the better. So that's one reason that it's so important. The other is if there's not a lot of assets, <laughs> I'll only find that by asking all of the questions on the opportunity analysis 
then I may not want to take on the client because I can tell HMA consultants directly if I've had situations where there have been no impacts on a client, it's because I took on the client when I probably shouldn't have. In other words, there weren't enough assets to really make some impact and difference in the business. The other thing that you find out as you go through the opportunity analysis is you get the attitude of the owner. And, and that's the second most important qualifier in all of this, is how is he or she reacting to these questions? Are they open-minded? Are they ready to charge forward and do some marketing? Or are they still kind of conservative and, and obstinate? Are you going to have an easy time working with them, or is it going to be hard? Uh, those are all things that you find out from questions that are on the opportunity analysis, because those are the two biggest qualifiers. And then the third would be asking the trial closing questions to find out if they've got the money to pay you. And so you've got to get a company with enough assets. You've got to get an owner that's ready to do business. And you've got someone that's ready and able to pay you. Those three things you've got to find out in the opportunity analysis because if you don't, you're going to struggle all along the way. All right, great. I want to move on to um, a question and comment from Jonathan Baines. Hi, Michael. I'm still in the process of going through the material in the system and forming and growing the business. I'm considering a number of options that don't seem to be covered in the system. They are, number one, I would like to grow a team, a network of associates, junior consultants around me who could implement the system and continue the activity of the business while I'm away. I would like to direct some of my efforts into some of the more charitable work in various developing countries. Do you have any success stories or models of consultants? who have been able to successfully achieve this, for example, being a business owner rather than a self-employed consultant. Richard, have you had any consultants be able to really build a practice that takes them out of the picture? There's been a few situations where some of the consultants have zeroed in on a particular area of the system. And if I were to say what's out there, it would be the Internet where they are becoming Internet consultants almost exclusively and generating residual incomes with their clients. So in that way, they've kind of built a business that's generating income outside of themselves. Those would be a few that have done it that way. We've had a few who have maybe tried to become servicing businesses where they'll manage database or they'll try to place media for their clients. That's been difficult. That's proven less successful because it, it becomes consuming to become a service organization. And when you do that, you, you usually then suffer on the selling side. So those would be the, the examples that I can think of out there. And I've toyed with it from time to time, and, and it's certainly something that someone could test, and that is do you have salespeople out there that maybe just sell the system but don't deliver it, or do you have delivery people and you remain the salesman? So those are some ideas that, that might, but uh, they're certainly worth testing, but those 
those are the experiences I've known so far. Okay, Gary, are you there? I'm there. Welcome to the call. I apologize for the technical difficulties. You got locked out. And there was about four of us, but we're all here now. We finally got our, our route right, and somebody opened up the line so we could get in, which is great. And I really want to say, Richard, it's a pleasure to meet you verbally. Hi, Gary. I have Hi. really enjoyed your course. I spent... Uh, when I picked it up, I didn't put it down until I'd read every page and listened to every video. <laughs> but I, I really oh, absorbed it. I've been in business for myself since I was like, uh, my, my first business was when I was 14 years old. Uh -huh. but, uh, I'm kind of getting older now, and I'm tired of traveling so much, and so I was kind of looking at this. as a, I basically bought it to kind of enhance my personal businesses that I have now. Sure, you bet. Uh, but I uh, really think that uh, I'm kind of leaning toward actually putting some of this into a business of consultation. So I'd like to ask you a couple questions. I have about probably 14. I don't know if I can take up that much time or not, but let me just fire them at you. Why do you use a telemarketer? Um, is it just because the appointment is more efficient? Does it give you more credibility? Uh, is it more acceptable that way? How qualified are the people that she sends you? I've always used a telemarketer when I've needed to because I just hate to make calls. Understood. It's just not. It's just something I don't like to do. So, so I've had to test different ones. You you need to be real clear to them on what is a qualified client and make sure they deliver those to you. So it's just a matter, Gary, of of testing and deciding. Uh, uh, if they're going to work for you. Let's say you invest, uh, I think the rate out there in the market's probably 20 to $30 an hour for somebody. Let's say they, uh, they spend 10 hours to get you, uh, an appointment. That's $200. Let's say you've got to spend $800 or four appointments to get a client. So that's $800 for a client that would hopefully bring you back twelve to fifteen thousand dollars, so it's still a viable situation. Uh, so don't get uh, too, don't hurry too fast to to eliminate telemarketers uh, if if it works out that it's even a profitable thing. But it's just a matter of testing different ones that'll work for you. What what is a closing rate I should uh, expect from a telemarketer? And uh, do you send literature at any time between? You're listening to an exclusive interview found on Michael Sinoff's HardToFindSeminars.com. Please continue to part two.